Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The Energy Within. I'm your host Casey of Soul Sparkle Healing and today I'm taking a little bit of inspiration um, from what seems to be going on after this um, energetic portal that we're ending. The Lion's Gate is about to be over. Um, We've got meteor showers happening, there's a retrograde, so I don't know about you, but I have felt some pretty intense energy. Um, This week, I had a migraine for like three days straight, and I know there were a couple of factors. Um, I had stopped taking some allergy medication because I didn't think I needed it, but I think I did. (laughs) Um, And I'm pretty prone to migraines, so it's not a real big surprise to me. But the fact that it lasted so long really made me feel like there was a little bit of energetic stuff going on. Um, I've, you know, I've talked to a lot of people who have said, man, this is, this weird thing keeps happening or, um, you know, this person I'm dealing with, I don't even know where this is coming from. It just seems so intense. Um, so I think there's a lot of energy out there running around, um, kind of disrupting people. Um, the Lionsgate portal is supposed to kind of break you free from your little, Um, break you out of your shell, level up, um, give you inspiration to really kind of let go of what's no longer serving you and what's not for your highest good. Um, And also, um, I think because of that, sometimes the things that happen seem really big. Um, You know, you might get into an argument with somebody and it it just seems really big because it's like, where did this come from? But there's this energy that's building and that might be the universe's way of um, kind of bringing that to the forefront to say, hey, it's time to reevaluate this. Is is this worth it? Is it not? Um, You know, how do I how do I deal with all of these things and still keep my highest good in mind? How do I get there? Um, and sometimes big things happen and they're not always comfortable. They're sometimes they're really uncomfortable. Um, but they're, they're there to give you the awareness to try to figure out what to do and where to go. And through all of these conversations that I've been having, um, I think a good time, this is a good time to talk about the appropriate way to set boundaries, And why are those boundaries so important? Um, Boundaries are kind of a funny topic because a lot of people, I think personally, I know a handful of people that tend to use boundaries as that that crutch for keeping people away um, in a a rude manner. Um, I think there are ways to have boundaries that are... A little inappropriate um, and they come off pretty aggressive I, I don't think setting boundaries um, for aggressive reasons are, are are what we're trying to do here if you're looking at your you know your highest and best good and and keeping your vibration high um, boundaries need to come from your heart and it's a way that you show yourself love it's a way that you show that you understand what your body needs because every person is different. Um, what might be a pretty important boundary to me 
might not be an important boundary to somebody else because that's it doesn't affect my um, their well-being or their mental health, but it might mine. Um, so boundaries are very personal. They're very specific. Um, so we're going to just kind of take a little deep dive into what are boundaries? Why are they important? Um, I have a really great article from a website called Loner Wolf that I have, um, that I'm going to reference a little bit in this because the, this article is just a really great explanation and it really, um, it really helps understand not only why are they important, but also how do we, how do we do, how do we enforce boundaries and kind of pick boundaries? What, what soapbox do we stand on where, um, we really want to be heard Maybe is there something that we can just kind of quietly try to work on? Or is this a boundary that we need to sit down and have a conversation and say, when you do this, it feels like this for me. I would like you to not do that. Um, Or understand that when you do that, I'm going to need to take a break from the conversation or I'm going to need to take a break in general. Um, So let's kind of get into it. Um, I want you to kind of keep an open mind because when you talk a lot about boundaries, a lot of times people think that you are going to offend somebody by putting up a boundary. And my stance with boundaries is that if you've given this thought and you have given it, um, you know, really thought about it, used your heart and decided, okay, this is the right thing for me. Um, and this person's going to understand, um, here's how I help this person understand why it's important to me. Um, You know, if you're coming at it from a place of love, of self-love, and being gentle to somebody else, I think that that's appropriate. Um, There are a lot of times where people will kind of try to make you feel um, like you're doing something wrong when you're saying, laying out a boundary. But the way that I have viewed it in my life, I look back at you know, I am, I've said it before, I'm kind of a recovering people pleaser. I am a empath who was in a pretty emotionally abusive relationship for a very long time with a narcissist. Narcissists like to take your empathy and weaponize it against you. So if you start to lay down boundaries, first thing that happens is that narcissist says to you, you know, you're being too sensitive. This isn't, you're being really dramatic. You're being unfair. There's a lot of guilt that gets put out there. So my hope is that, you know, while we talk about this, you can kind of look at it from a fresh perspective and figure out a way to come to terms with the fact that asking for your your health and your well-being to be protected and to be respected is not selfish. It's not, you're not being rude. Is like I said before, as long as it's coming from a place of love and genuine concern for your own health, for your own mental safety, for your own um, well-being. So let's kind of dive into that with keeping all of that in mind. Um, so first of all, um, if you really struggle with energy loss, and issues such as overcommitment or lack of assertiveness 
or feeling exhausted all the time by those around you, um, it might be time to draw a clear line and reclaim that personal power. So what that means is sometimes we can actually, sometimes when we need to put up a boundary, it's not, you know, in an an argument setting, you know, where don't talk to me like that kind of a situation. It's more, this person really drains me and I am starting to notice this pattern and I really feel it. Um, or I feel like I'm always overcommitting to this and that. And there are some times where I just can't and I have to force myself and it's just taking all of my energy. Um, those, those types of things are also times where you can put up a boundary. Um, so personal boundaries are the mental, emotional, and physical walls that we create to protect ourselves from being used, manipulated, drained, or violated by others. These limits help us to distinguish who we are and what we need from other people and their needs. Creating and maintaining personal boundaries are essential to cultivating physical, emotional, and psychological well-being. These boundaries are essential ways of creating and upholding a healthy self-image. When a person has a strong self-image and personal boundaries, it communicates to the world that they exude a healthy level of self-respect and self-worth. Most importantly, healthy boundaries help us create a safe container within ourselves where self-compassion and mindfulness can blossom. Hence, creating boundaries makes us feel fundamentally good and preserve our personal integrity. Without personal boundaries, we can sometimes run the risk of confusing our needs and wants with others, which leads to codependency. Codependency is a term that describes a toxic one-sided relationship where we derive all of our happiness from others. The reality is that it's impossible to enjoy a healthy relationship without strong and clear boundaries. Um, codependency is something that we definitely need to be aware of, um, as empaths, especially, um, it's really easy to have a relationship with somebody, whether it's a romantic relationship, a friendship, um, a family member who recognizes your empathy and recognizes your big heart and your, your, um, (laughs) your little sixth sense to notice when somebody is struggling because a lot of empaths also like to jump in and help. So sometimes when you have become that person and none of those things are bad characteristics by any means, they're wonderful, but some people look at that and they unwillingly or willingly take advantage of it. So if you can think back, I personally have a old friendship that I can think of where Whenever they needed something, I was the person that they called. Whenever they needed to complain about something, I was the person that they called. Um, Whenever they needed to escape their house, whenever they needed to just go have some fun, it was me. I got the call. Um, And to a certain extent, that's that's fine. That's great. Let's go have fun. But um, it became kind of a toxic situation when I realized that all we were doing was running from problems or complaining about problems or 
trying to hide from them. Like, it, there was never anything positive. Um, and it was starting to drain my energy. And I took a really deep, really hard look at where I was in my life and was this good for me anymore? Can I survive giving what little I have right now to somebody else? Because throughout years, I've become that person who keeps them uplifted. Well, what about me? You know, um, so that's something to be aware of when you're thinking about um, relationships and kind of codependency. It's not, nobody ever sets out to be used. <laughs> and I don't think, I think a lot of codependent relationships are, they're unintentional. Nobody's trying to take advantage of you, but it's happening. So what do we do to try to get, um, good boundaries in place so that that person knows I can only give you so much. I need to be able to put myself first and I'm taking this seriously and I hope you can too with me because I can be there for you. But there has to be a line where I can say I can't right now or um, it's too much or I've got to take a break, whatever that might be. Um, We... Sometimes um, we can overcommit to everyone and it ends up taking a pretty serious toll on our mental health, which eventually leads to burnout or sometimes can even cause a nervous breakdown. A lack of personal boundaries can result in feeling worthless, weak, or not good enough. In other words, our self-esteem will severely be impacted and we may struggle with issues such as self doubt, self-judgment, and self-loathing. Not being able to voice our truth and communicate our needs in a clear way can be deeply distressing and demoralizing. So when we're talking about before you've put up a boundary, sometimes it can really take its toll on you if it's continued. And especially if it's somebody who you really aren't you're, you might not be doing a really great job communicating that this is really affecting me. Um, sometimes they just take and take and take and take. Like I said before, like in the instance of that old friend that I had, I don't, I don't think she meant to do what she was doing and draining me the way that I was. But I just got to a point in my life where I realized that it was too much. And when I finally did say something... I think at that point, I really, honestly, I think I had, I had waited too long. Um, but think about these questions and pay attention to the ones that you can relate to. Um, do you fail to speak up when you're treated badly? Do you give too much time away? Do you agree with people? Um, When you actually feel like disagreeing, do you say yes to a person when you really want to say no? Do you feel guilty for dedicating time to yourself? Do you feel taken for granted by others? Do you permit people to touch you when you feel uncomfortable or want them to stop? Do you have toxic relationships? Do you have too many grand sacrifices for others at your own expense? Are you passive aggressive? 
and um, and manipulate and have manipulative tendencies. That one's a lot to unpack, um, which I which I do understand, but I think we can all kind of think of a time where we've gotten so frustrated with the situation where we've turned from really speaking from our heart to just getting kind of passive aggressive and kind of nasty. The manipulative tendencies, um, that's something that I think there's a lot, there are deeper things. <laughs> if if you notice yourself doing that where you're trying to manipulate the situation in order to save yourself, there's a lot. It's bigger than just boundaries at that point, but we'll get to that. Um, do you constantly feel like you're a victim? Do you feel like you have to earn respect by being nice? Do you overshare details about your life with others? Do you feel guilty when others aren't happy as if you're solely responsible for it? That's a big one for me. Um, are you out of touch with your own needs? Do you attract people who try to control or dominate you? Do you have chronic fear about what others think of you? And I want you to pause for a second and consider which one of these points caught your eye and tugged at your awareness the most. Um, take a moment to place your hand over your heart and send yourself some understanding and kindness and some love. Having poor boundaries is a frustrating and painful experience, and you're certainly not alone when you experience it. So if any of those resonated with you, just keep that in the back of your mind. Those things, totally normal, um, but it's those are red flags for us to, to take a deeper look. And there might be something we can do to fix that situation or to remedy it or make it more comfortable. Um, they're setting boundaries is a lot of personal um, personal exploration trying to figure out where it is in, in that relationship or in that situation what is it really that's what does it boil down to that's really feeling bad for me and once you've figured that out what is it that I need to do to fix it so before we go too deeply into understanding the urge to blame or shame yourself for having poor boundaries, um, first of all, understand that it's not your fault. It is your responsibility to take and develop some stronger boundaries. So take a moment to feel some compassion for yourself and some sympathy because there's nothing wrong with it. Um... A lot of times, setting poor boundaries and not really having the ability or the understanding on how to even create them, that can stem back to your childhood. You know, as children, we don't have a whole lot of control over what we do. Our parents run our lives. Our teachers tell us what to do at school. The adults around us, when we start getting our first jobs, tell us what to do. Um, and as a result, a lot of people start at a young age, kind of just giving up control of their needs and their wants. Some people grew up in a household where they were allowed to say, you know, this is really bothering me. This makes me feel like this. Can we talk about it? Some people weren't. 
And so as a result, a lot of people have grown up with weak personal boundaries into adulthood and they struggle to feel confident enough to draw that line adequately to tend to their own needs. Um, The codependent dynamics within our families as well as being taught that love equals what we do not who we are, contribute significantly to that lack of inner stability. As children, the first role models we had of acceptable behavior were our parents and our family members. So pause and reflect here. What messages did your mother, your father, your caretakers, your siblings, or other adults send your way when growing up? Were you only given love when you pretended to be who your parents wanted you to be? Were you only rewarded when you went out of your way to sacrifice your own needs for somebody else's? Were you punished for saying no or speaking up? Did you feel obligated to emotionally take care of somebody else? Um, If any of those resonated, that those are all signs that you were taught that lacking personal boundaries actually equals a good thing. So there's a lot of myths about having personal boundaries and we're going to kind of touch on those real quick because I think when we touch on that stigma, we can kind of help alleviate that in our own minds. Because again, if you grew up thinking that you have to save others, you have to help others, you aren't allowed to say no, speaking your mind isn't safe, um, you know, that kid does carry into adulthood and I think if we can shine a light on some of those those um, stigmas, we might be able to help brighten our own inner light and say, nope, this is important and it is safe and this is the healthy way for me to care for myself. So um, the one of the first stigmas is having personal boundaries is selfish. Um, it's actually completely the opposite. Um, you are absolutely putting yourself first, but nobody on this earth doesn't deserve to be put first. We all deserve that. And the, you know, that, that inspirational thing that we always go back to where you can't pour from an empty cup is true. So if I, if I'm in a relationship with somebody and they need things from me, But my cup is empty and I have nothing to give because I have been depleted by all of these other things because I'm not using good personal boundaries. I can't help anybody else. So it's not selfish. And nobody needs to be abused mentally. Nobody needs to be um, brought down by other people. So saying that something is not okay is not being selfish. It's, it's protecting yourself. And, you know, when you practice self-love, that ripples out into the world and your positivity influences those people around us. So when we start caring for ourselves more, we radiate with more self-love, which then in turn ripples out into the people around us. So try to get away from that thought of, you know, having a boundary is selfish. It's not. Having personal boundaries will cause my relationships to suffer. It's kind of the same thing. You are 
valuable the way that you are. Your needs, your wants, your desires, your opinions, all of those are very um, very individual. It, those are yours. Nobody's going to feel the same way in all of those boxes, no matter how good of a fit you are. Um, it's it's not selfish to say, okay, maybe we don't fit prop like our puzzle pieces don't fit together perfectly for this, but here's how we make it work. That doesn't mean that you're um, being selfish and that you're you can't have a relationship with somebody just because in this one category you guys don't see eye to eye completely. It's okay. It should be okay. If it's not, if that other person doesn't make you feel like it's okay, then that's a time where you reevaluate the the relationship as a whole. But if you're with somebody who's willing to communicate and really does love and adore you for who you are, that person will be able to see that you're reaching out to them with self-love in mind and and don't want to have any arguments, you know, by having this clear boundary, everybody knows where everybody stands. So it will make things easier in the long run. It does not mean that every relationship will suffer. Will it make you question some of your relationships? Maybe. But that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. It means that maybe it's, it's, that's time for that relationship to be given a second, a second look at. Having personal boundaries will cause people to dislike me. Same thing. <laughs> when we love ourselves more, we radiate more love out into our surroundings. You know, energy, it, it transfers, but it's not created or destroyed. Just because you are loving yourself more, you're going to put more love out there. And that's what's surrounding you. That's what's going to attract to you is more love too. So it's not going to... It won't make the people who matter and who are important dislike you more. It sounds too rigid. Well, <laughs> that's that's part of the conversation about how to do it properly, I guess, and, and come from your heart. If you just walk up to somebody, um, say, say in a work environment, you know, you've decided that this is your boundary. I'm not doing this anymore. But if you just walk up and all of a sudden you're super aggressive and I'm not doing this. Well, yeah, it that all of a sudden you did get really rigid and that is kind of off-putting. But how could we frame that differently where it comes off so that people understand a little bit more about where you're coming from? Um, maybe there's a way to have a conversation and say, hey, my workload is really heavy right now. I can't do this extra thing right now, but I can real quick tell you that uh, this person and that person also know how to do this. So could you reach out to them instead? I'm a little bit too busy. The more you tell people, I'm too busy, I can't do this, but, um, you know, maybe so-and-so can or, um, you know, but check with me next time. Those kinds of things, like the more that you come at it with kind of an open heart and, and not snapping at somebody the better that's that message is going to be received so when we're constantly looking outside of ourselves and people pleasing we tend to forget that we have 
unique paths in life. And it's our job to really listen to our true callings and our true feelings. Lacking boundaries means that we're frequently looking to others for direction and getting codependency in interwoven in their lives rather than focusing on our own. So that's a reminder to double check your relationships and make sure that there isn't a codependency thing going on where you are losing yourself in that relationship. I can tell you from experience that my codependency in my previous relationship was completely consuming me. Um, Trying to keep somebody else happy became my only goal (laughs) pretty much all day, every day. And when that person is the kind of person who will never be happy with you, that broke me down. Um, It definitely gave me some anxiety, some depression. I was completely lacking that self-awareness to really kind of double check that situation. Is the energy exchange right here being even? You know, and there are times in everybody's lives where, or in every relationship, every friendship, every, you know, family situation where somebody's going to need a little bit more. Somebody's going through something. Yes, they need a little bit more. But keep in mind that it, you don't need to be depleted. And that's where we're talking about when it, when as time goes by, that teeter totter of where's the energy really being spent and where is it all going if it's all going to one person for a extended period of time and this seems to be just the the relationship norm that's when those things happen um the depression the the lack of boundaries causing so much anxiety self-doubt all of that there's a lot of really good benefits to being able to put up boundaries You can say no a little bit more comfortably. You start to feel more empowered again because you are voicing your opinion and it's being received. You'll feel more in control over your own life. You'll have more mental and emotional and physical energy because the things that were draining you are slowly being taken out of the picture. You have done the things to turn off the faucet right so like if people are like plug it into you um you can turn the switch off and say nope not right now and then you aren't leeching any energy to somebody else when you need it more um the more boundaries you put up and the more you're aware of it the more you actually attract healthy people into your life and supportive partners or friends um You really come to terms with being able to speak up and be heard. You feel more appreciated and valued. Um, It's being aware of the boundaries you need to put out and enforcing those really puts you in touch more with your own needs because you've taken that time to evaluate yourself and how you feel. It takes away that guilt that we can feel um, when it's kind of an unfamiliar process. Um, It takes away that guilt when you think about, well, I can't tell somebody no. Well, yes, you can. And there's a good, there's a good reason why you want to say no. So 
let that voice be heard because there's a reason and that matters. You'll um, experience more emotional balance and happiness with boundaries. Um, You'll increase your self-esteem and your self-worth because you are constantly aware of this does not resonate with me. This does not feel good. This does not serve my highest good. I am worth more than this. And your courage and your freedom to be yourself will increase dramatically. So how do we create boundaries, especially when we don't know and aren't really great at doing them when this is kind of a beginning process? First of all, we understand that we have the right to have boundaries. Lurking underneath the surface of people-pleasing behavior is that belief that we really have no right to set boundaries. It's time to challenge that assumption. Um, It's a fundamental right of all human beings to have personal boundaries. Consider it your birthright to establish the boundaries that define and protect you. Not only is it your right to create boundaries, but it's also your responsibility. Understanding that your thoughts, feelings, and needs are equally important to others. No one's thoughts or feelings or needs are above anybody else's. Social status is an illusion created by the human mind. In other words, the Queen of England's needs are equal to a homeless person's needs. The only division that's created between these needs exists in the mind. Therefore, no one is more important or less important, more valuable or less valuable, more worthy than another person. Your needs are equally as important to those in your life. Learn to see yourself as equal to others. Affirm your worth each day and every day with mantras. And I just did a podcast uh, last week on First Self-Care Sunday on um, mantras and self-worth and self-love. I am worthy. My needs are important. Things like that. And learn to disagree with those who try to make you feel otherwise. And that is key. And I said it a little bit before, people who have benefited from your lack of boundaries will always find fault in the fact that you have them now. And that's going to happen. And of course, hell yes, it's uncomfortable, but it's time to look at that when somebody is obviously benefiting from your lack of boundaries and really making you feel like shit because you've suddenly started saying, hey, this doesn't feel good to me. I, you know, I need more space. I need more time, whatever it is. Please don't talk to me like that. Um, My opinions matter too. If they are coming at you in a negative way because of this, I'm encouraging you to say, to yourself, is this relationship really worth it? How do I take a step back from this and really kind of contemplate this? Um, And it's not always easy. I can tell you from experience, there have been a handful of times in my life where I know that that the back and forth with this person is just 
going to continue to harm me because I've tried and I've tried and I've set up some boundaries and I've tried to speak my mind and it's never well received. I'm always fought with it. You know, it's a hard pill to swallow, but at the end of the day, when it's time, you know. So listen to your gut because again, going back to that self-worth, you are strong, you are worthy and you know your own personal path, whether you're aware of it or not. You have all of this guidance that's helping you along the way. You, those you know, gut feelings and those intuition moments that you have where you're like, wow, this really just sucks. It's, this is not what it used to be. It's not good anymore. I don't feel good interacting with this person or in this situation. Those are... Those are your nudges keeping you on the right path, keeping you protected. And the more you listen to those and give them voice and give them value and give yourself that value, the better the better you are going to feel. Your energy levels are going to stay up high. You are going to feel a lot more um, proud, a lot more stable. And yes, it does suck to, you know, there are certain people in our lives who are it it really sucks to say, you know what? I just need to back off for a little while. I need to do some personal exploration here. I need to reevaluate some things. I need to get myself in a better mental place and then figure out what you want to do from there. Does it mean you keep that person at an arm's length and um, or does it mean you just wish them well and go on about life? you know, that that's a decision for you to make, but, you know, take some time and and listen to your, your inner voice and figure out what that is. Um, the next step is, you know, really exploring your needs. And sometimes we don't have much experience or knowledge of our own needs, right? We've put so many, we've had our, we've had authority figures or adults telling us, well, this is what you do next, and now this is what you do next, and now you need to do this, and now you need to do that. And then suddenly we get thrown into adulthood, (laughs) and we have to create our own life. And, you know, we have to start figuring out what our needs are on a more personal level. And sometimes we, we don't do a great job of acknowledging those needs and putting those at the forefront. Sometimes we just kind of surface level skate, right? And it's time to really pay attention to those needs and don't ignore them. Um, It's time to really start learning more about yourself. Keeping a daily journal is a really great way to record your thoughts and your feelings. Um, It also is kind of a reminder So if a situation is bothering you um, and it's continuing, you're noticing a pattern, you'll be able to look back and go, when was the last time this happened? Because I feel like it wasn't too long ago. You can flip back and go, oh yeah, it was just last week or, you know, whatever. Um, So it also helps you practice some self-reflection and introspection so you can kind of tune in a little bit more to what your inner voice really needs. Um, writing in a journal you you aren't the goal sometimes I know we all kind of 
have a tendency to assume somebody's going to end up reading it at some point, right? Like I've done it before too. You start writing something and you're really frustrated and you're like, what if they see it? Just try to get yourself out of that mindset and really let your heart pour out onto the paper because that's what your personal journal is supposed to be. And when you do that, then you're also getting in tune with your own values and your own thoughts and feelings a little bit more. Um, Dedicate some time every day to kind of tune in and journaling at that moment or, you know, like at the end of the day or whatever would be a really great way to do that. Um, But a lot of boundary setting is also just getting in touch with your own feelings and your own needs and being able to express those from a a heart-centered space. Um, Practice self-care. So this goes back into that you are worth it. When you get into the habit of nurturing yourself, you're already setting yourself up for success. Um, You're sending that message that I am worth taking care of and setting firm boundaries will then seem like the next natural step in your self-care routine. Simple ways to perform self-care include taking time to relax, uh, practicing meditations, making delicious and nutritious food for yourself, exercising, setting daily goals, complimenting yourself, doing the affirmations, reward yourself when you've really hit a milestone, Um, you know, take a nap when you're tired, get out with nature and do some grounding. It's amazing stuff. Um, you know, any, any of those practices, the self-care things that we talk about on self-care Sunday, um, all of those things really help boost your inner confidence and help get you in touch with what your needs and desires are. Um, Next step is learning to say no. I know it sucks when somebody says, hey, can you do this for me? And it's for a good cause or whatever, but you are already almost booked to the brim, right? And you don't have the time to do it. It's okay to say no. Um, You know, this is one of those moments where you don't want to just snap at somebody and be like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, you can say nice things and um, phrase it well and say, no, thank you. I can't. Um, I'm not able to. I'm already booked. Um, not now. I'm busy. I'm sorry. Um, maybe next time. I appreciate the offer, but I'm not able to. You know, things that make it a little softer than just no. Um, and experiment with different ways that make you feel good about putting yourself first, but still saying, no, I can't. Another step is identifying when people have overstepped and crossed that line. So it's not really easy to identify when others have overstepped your boundaries. And it's particularly difficult when you're not used to having any. So take the time to, you know, really keep mental record of those moments when you felt uncomfortable or upset or disrespected or, or journal those in that journal. Um, this helps kind of ingrain that, um, that self-awareness into your brain and helps create, you do that for a while mindfully, and then it becomes this just automatic thing that you do. Um, but if, when you are first starting out 
setting boundaries, you might need to kind of remind yourself and prompt yourself to say, don't forget, so-and-so crossed that boundary that I asked them not to. I asked them specifically not to um, um, volunteer me for things without my permission first, and they did. Again, so your your um, your knee-jerk reaction might be because you're that that recovering people pleaser to go. Okay, fine, I'll do it this once. But watch because sometimes you know so and so is going to keep keep volunteering you to do this, and at some point you're like, no, okay, no. I said, please don't do this without asking me first. That, you know, journaling it and writing it down will help create that self-awareness. And it will also help you eventually say, okay, I've noticed this pattern. It's been three times. Now we need to talk about this. Now you also know going forward that if so-and-so volunteers you again without asking, you have talked about this, right? You have said what you said in a very nice way, hey, I'm getting really busy. I need you to talk to me first. You can't volunteer me for anything because I might not be able to make it work. It's really stressing me out, whatever it is. They still did it. You still had to raise that flag and go, hey, don't forget that conversation we had. I need you to check with me first. If they continue to do it, okay, now you see that pattern, right? You know they're not respecting your boundaries, what do you do from here? And that's all something that because of your um, work with self-awareness and your work continuing to connect with your own needs and desires, you're going to figure out from there what you need to do. That's your intuition's going to tell you. So another really great way to tune into your intuition and really your self-awareness is start tuning into your own body. Try to notice when you feel sensations like butterflies in your stomach, tension in your shoulders, um, increase in blood pressure. Um, If you start to get hot, these sensations are triggers that your body does to help you tune into the present moment. That's when you know you need to take a quick evaluation of this situation because there's a boundary that needs to be placed right here. So really use your body as a barometer. Um, I do this at work all the time. When I start to feel tension um, in my body, I know something is getting too intense. What do I need to lighten up? What do I need to fix? Like, And that's my barometer to, to take stock in what's happening. Um, so that's really useful. Quit overcommitting. <laughs> this is simple. I know it's really easy to say and not always easy to do but put your put a little bit of value into all of the things that you've committed to and that you continue to commit to what things are paying off in great energy and what things are not what can we get rid of what can we possibly um maybe hand off to somebody else Um, You know, we talked a little bit earlier about are you that person who thinks that I need to do everything and I need to hold everything together? Well, there might be things that aren't really your greatest. um, They don't do the best things for you energetically, um, but maybe somebody else gets through them better. Can I hand off this task to somebody else? Um, 
I, for instance, after I hurt my back, unloading my dishwasher, the, the, there's something about the, um, the bend (laughs) and the repetitive bending in that it really bothers me it it really bothers me and it would literally drain my energy I'd get crabby doing it I have kids in my house there's no reason why the kids can't help me empty the dishwasher so I started unloading that (laughs) I started giving that task to them and saying hey guys the I'll load the dishwasher no big deal but can you um when I ask let's I'm going to have you start unloading this dishwasher to help me out. And it helped. It helped balance the workload that was going on. Um, I wasn't getting cranky and feeling physically uncomfortable. Um, and there's no harm in unlo- in unloading some of our tasks sometimes. It's also okay to say, you know, I'm going to sit out of this um, event that is going on you've asked me to come. I can't. I really have a lot going on that weekend. But the next time it comes around, yeah, I'll be down, you know, or something like that. Like we have to give ourselves as humans a a break and give ourselves a little bit of grace. It's okay to say no. You're, the world's not going to stop because you didn't go to this event. You know, the the world will keep spinning. Everybody will get along without you. It's okay. So try to work on not stop to <laughs> try to work on stopping the overcommitting and the saying yes to everything. Really be more mindful of where you're giving your time and your energy. Go back to that um if it doesn't fill your cup, then it's going to drain your cup. Um Another step is you really have to be courageous, and we kind of touched on it a little bit before, but when it's time, you have to let go of those toxic friendships or relationships. Um, I alluded earlier to a friendship that I had where I was really kind of like trying to figure out, how can I get through to somebody? If you can hear that in the background, my dog's taking a drink. I'm so sorry. You can, I bet you can hear that. (laughs) Um, But we really had to kind of reevaluate if I keep feeling this drained, is this worth it for me going forward? And at the time I was going through the worst shit of my life that I had been through. Like my mental health was not good. I had no extra to give. And the more I kept saying, Hey, this isn't really working. Can we do something different? The more I felt like I was ignored. And that felt like to me at that moment, that's my sign. It's time. And I wished her well, but we, we aren't friends anymore. And I'm okay with that. I hope she's doing great. But I know that I needed to do that for my best health. And it's not easy. Um, but you, I tapped into my own self-worth and said, you're worth more than this. You're worth having your energy be respected. And you're worth having a good energy level. You don't need to let other people drain you. They're not doing it on purpose. They don't even know they're doing it. But do you really have the time to teach them? No. They're grown-ass adults. (laughs) It's time to just move on. And I did. And it's not fun, especially if it's a family member. Um, Sometimes it's a work situation, right? Like, 
uh, work can be toxic sometimes, depending on the management and the environment. Sometimes when you listen to your gut and you really take a, take, um, kind of take a moment and evaluate how things are going. If it feels toxic like that, it's, it's, it might be time to go for your best health, you know? Um, the last thing is when you feel like if you've gotten to the point with all of this that you do feel burned out, right? And you don't know where to start with setting the boundaries or you've you've put up some boundaries and it doesn't seem to be well received and you're just mentally not, you don't have the energy to try to figure out this and you're just still struggling, seek help, but don't go to those friends or those family members that are contributing to it. Does that make sense? Um, It's time at that point to go probably seek like a a therapist or a counselor's help to try to get you or a life coach to try to help you figure out where do I need to put my energy? Um, I've tried this. This isn't working. Am I doing something wrong or is this person not receiving it all that well? When we haven't set up that um, that personal pride and and that real fire inside of us that that trusts our our first instinct and our first gut feeling, sometimes those things can be going on in front of us and they are absolutely like red flags. Like, okay, it's time. Okay, it's time. This relationship is toxic. It's time. It's time. But we're so um, connected to all of that and we don't have that personal power quite strong enough yet to be like, no, I am worth more. I deserve more. This is not for my highest good. I don't feel great about it. It's only bringing me down. Sometimes we need somebody else to help us take a look at that and say, it's, I, I think, I think, you know, but let's let's walk through this together, you know, and help you kind of take a step back, take all of the emotion out and just black and white. Here's the situation. Is this good for you? Yes or no. And then sometimes that person stepping in and taking a look at it can help you back up and go, you're right. No, it's not. Um, so seek help from a life coach, from a therapist, from a counselor. Um, those are all really great resources. There is absolutely no shame in saying, hey, I am in over my head at this moment or for this this situation. Um, I started going to see a counselor when I was going through some really difficult things with my ex-husband. And it wasn't because I felt no shame in that. I just knew I got to a point where there was a certain aspect of my mental health that was being affected. And I didn't know what to do from there. I needed somebody else to take a look and say, Am I being out of line here? Um, is this all past trauma coming up? Like, what's happening? And it helped a ton. I was able to get through that so much easier because I reached out and I helped, I asked for help. So, um, you know, remember to use gentleness and self-compassion throughout all this whole process. And if you don't really see the signs and things are continuing and you have to reach out for help, please don't feel bad about yourself. Um, it's time. So I know this was a lot of um, information and I hope that this started 
you thinking about how to set some boundaries in your life. Um, They really are worth it. And it's really helpful um, to really start to embrace your self-worth. And I want to take a moment and thank um, Loner Wolf for this wonderful article that kind of helped with the inspiration for this podcast. Um, I also, if you have any questions for me, you can reach out to me. My email's in the info on the podcast bio. Um, You can also find me at uh, Soul Sparkle Healing on Facebook and Casey, K-A-C-I-E, Soul Sparkle on Instagram. Um, I check those throughout the day so I am available if you have questions also I do have certification as a life coach so if you're struggling with um, boundaries reach out to me and we can talk a little bit about okay how do we set them up and then as you're going through them how do we kind of evaluate the situation and then from there you'll have the tools to take it from there for yourself Um, but feel free to reach out to me I'd be happy to help that's that's what I'm here to try to help with. So I hope you guys have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate that your time. And I hope that this kind of helps you bring some, um, some fire and some passion and some, some self, um, some self love into your life and really recognizing what's going on. If this portal in this energy that's going on right now is really messing with you and you're really having some moments where you're like, I feel like this is not okay. Start thinking about boundaries. And that's why we talked about that today. So I hope you guys have a great weekend and I will talk to you all very soon. Sending so much love.